Welcome to Culture Over Coffee, the Spout and Shield podcast where we talk about pop culture, new trends, and other news outside of the PV school district over a cup of coffee. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm Jimmy Feeney, and this is Jack Donahue, uh, an athlete here at Pleasant Valley High School. And we're here and we're going to talk about the current uh, situation with sports that's happening and how pretty much none of it's none of no sports are actually occurring right now and how we're, how the United States is going to try to resume. So, Jack, I'll just start with like a simple question. Do you think we're going to see any more like contact sports until the fall? Well, I think it's an interesting case and I think it kind of depends on the situation. Obviously, I do not think anything other than the top level you know, the MLS, yeah. the MLB, the NBA, top-level sports, I think that's the only sports that are going to occur if they occur, just because there is a risk um, to this. And it really – it really, these organizations are going to do to protect their players because, you know, if, if I'm an NBA player and I have a family, you know, I don't know if I want to go play and elevate my risk of getting the disease, the coronavirus myself or passing on to my family. So I think even there, there's, a, there's a lot of things to tackle in terms of that. And I think one of the underlying issues that not a lot of people are talking about is if the players want to come back and play, because I think the players have every right to say, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. And I think that might be a, a bigger obstacle than getting the approval from the government or the teams meeting together because they are motivated by, financial motivations uh, to get this done because they're a business and just like every other business going on right now, they need, they need to get an income of money. Yeah. I saw something about that. I saw a, a picture recently for the, um, now I can't remember what team it is, but his name's Blake Snell. And he was saying that he's not going to go back. They were talking about a pay cut in the MLB because it's a shortened season, less income. He's saying he's not going to pay. He's not going to play if he doesn't get his money because he says there's like an associated risk with him playing. And I think that's kind of an interesting point where even if leagues are at the point where they can resume with no fans, that if players are going to want to come back because they see the risk, and if, especially if they, if they have to take a pay cut, if they even see that risk as being worth it. Even with the pay cut, I think that's a bit selfish from them. They they make a lot of money, you know, for what they do. Um, so I don't know about that, but... I don't know if I would agree with that opinion, but the the risk factor I would definitely, I would definitely agree with because you know yeah. it. It's... I think it's a bit it's a bit hypocritical to kind of say, I'll I'll play with this risk, but only if you pay me a few million dollars yeah. more. It's like either you just play, or you didn't play. I'd respect it more if you just said I'm not going to play at all. But he said, yeah. So that was the one thing I kind of found interesting with that is that even if the MLB does find a way or the NBA finds a way to come back with no fans, it'll even be if some players will maybe sit out. Mm, Yeah. And then again, that kind of affects the integrity of the season, you know? Yeah. Like, I I don't know if he will or will not. I'm just using this as an example. But if LeBron James decides, oh, I don't want to come back and play in the NBA, you know, that – really affects the Lakers yeah. a lot. And that kind of questions, you know, it's it's the best players playing? No, not really. So Yeah. Another here's another kind of thing to think about is would you rather 
if let's say the fall is when we're able to have sports with fans, whether it's like less capacity crowds, but let's just say the fall is when we're able to have it. Would you rather from this point to now see no sports or see sports, but with no fans? Um, that That's a tough question because, I mean, fans can affect the game so, so much. I mean, you look at night games where it's sold out in Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City that, you know, Iowa tends to have a lot of upsets, you know, over the years, Ohio State, Michigan, when it's a night game yeah. at Kinnick, and that really motivates them. And, you know, it, it's cheesy, but, I mean, it's, it's a 12th man. It, yeah. it can it can literally affect the outcome of the game. So, again, I don't know if that, that, that brings into question the integrity of the sport. Is it really the sport that we love and enjoy? Not not to its full capacity. And so I think if it's not safe enough for the fans, I don't know if it's going to be safe enough for the players. Yeah, I agree. And I think it'll be interesting to see if somehow a player, let's say a player catches catches a case of the coronavirus, if is that just going to automatically mean the whole season's done again, like they did with the NBA, or are they going to try to keep pushing on? I know the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, mentioned that if a player gets catches the coronavirus again, it doesn't exactly mean they're going to stop playing, which I thought was kind of interesting. And what if the player catches it? Does the team just have to forfeit the games for two weeks, or how is that going to go about? Yeah, I, I think it kind of depends on the situation as a nation we're in. You know, still, I mean, if we get to the point where, and this is maybe a year from now, if we get to the point where we're a herd immunity, you know, and a lot of people have already had it, yeah. and you're beginning to think, oh, it's more rare not to have it than to have it, then I think it's it's going to be okay to come back. But I don't know. It it, sh- it should be interesting what they what, what happens with this in terms of assumption. Yeah. And I know some sports that are coming back right now are already back. I know the Korean baseball organization – They've been playing. They've been playing games without fans for a week, and I've seen that it's gone pretty decent. I know the bunt. I think the German soccer league Bundesliga is coming back this weekend, and NASCAR is coming back in the United in the United States, even though there's no fans. But that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and you know, I as a fan of soccer myself, I'm gonna be watching the Bundesliga tomorrow morning uh, on the 16th. Um, just because, you know, there's nothing else for me to watch. Yeah. And I've been kind of bored. And I think that's what a lot of people are, are doing is just trying to uh, get their – get a fill-in. And I think it's probably one of the easiest things to look at is the UFC because they already fought. And while, I mean, they still fought and I don't really – I don't follow UFC that much. I, I watched some highlights and it just – it didn't seem right, you know. There was definitely something off – about the whole situation just because it was completely silent. Yeah, I think combat sports and whether you want to argue um, professional wrestling is a sport for another day, but it's a, it's a thing that it's an athletic thing that people do. And I think co- combat sports especially relies so much on crowd reactions and trying to put on a show that the lack of a crowd just makes those seem so weird. I'm still surprised yeah. that WWE is still doing shows. They just I've watched a few and they just seem so odd when there's no crowds react to a big pop or whatever yeah it, it it's a weird time and 
I don't know. It's just not the same, I feel, as though without fans. I mean, fans are what make the sport go. I mean, they're what finance it. They're what motivates the players. Yeah. I know the big issue with, I mean, with fans with these big leagues, obviously forever they can't sustain not having any fans in the stands. But for a season or two, they can like the really huge leagues and huge teams can withstand not having fans because they have huge TV deals that they're going to, that they're going to maintain, but meanwhile, smaller teams like minor league teams or yeah, lower division I, teams in, in soccer, they're going to be really hurt, and they might have to they might have to fold or just not they're not going to be able to play if there's not fans because that's their main source of income. Yeah, I wonder what locally the Quad City River Bandits are going to have to do, um, yeah. which is kind of yeah. kind of sad because I feel like any, anybody in this area, you know, maybe not everybody. But I mean, I've been to I've been to a few games with you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and while it's not everything, I mean, they can't sustain not playing in front of fans. I mean, that's a business that solely relies on the income from fans and maybe some sponsorship deals. But it really sucks. But I mean, it is what it is. You can't. Yeah, I'm. Just, yeah, I really hope the. Um, Quad Cities and Lucy River Bandits. I know before any of this even started, the MLB was talking about restructuring minor league and basically dropping all the low tier minor team minor league teams would include the River Bandits, and this probably doesn't help the case to maintain them. Yeah, I know if they operate, they'll definitely have to be operating at a loss if they don't have any fans. And I know I saw an article recently, don't know by who, but it said that the owner Dave Heller said that. He doesn't see any way that they play without fans, which I agree with. I don't see any way any minor league team plays without fans. Well, yeah, there's there's no point because, I mean, there's not much of a following in terms of to actually broadcast that. Yeah. I guess I'll just kind of end this with uh, one last question, kind of be open-ended or not. But do you think when sports returns with fans, do you think you'll be open to go going to those games or do you think you'll still be a little wary of attending a large gathering like that? Um, it's, a, it's a pretty hard question to answer, um, given, you know, like the lack of knowing. But uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd be a little wary at first, definitely. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that could go wrong. You know, just one person bringing it into that crowd, that can infect, I mean, not the whole stadium, but a lot of people. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I Maybe after some time, I think it will be. I don't think they'll – but at the same time, I think the uh, atmosphere, you know, the first game back in Kinnick Stadium for the Iowa Hawkeyes, it's going to be electric. Yeah. Um, I feel as though. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. All right. I think we're going to uh, wrap it up there. So that's it for this episode of Culture Over Coffee. Thanks, Avate, for listening. We'll be back soon. Uh-huh.